Hello and welcome to the Donor Egg Mama podcast for soul-led intended parents considering a donor egg pathway and parents of donor egg conceived children. I'm your host Adele O'Connor, a qualified fertility coach and proud donor egg mama. I'm just a normal mum that went on an extraordinary journey to conceive. I hope this podcast helps you in some way to break free from emotional overwhelm, face your fears and find the courage to move forward and bring that baby that's on your heart into your reality. Let's talk openly about our emotions and all topics donor egg IVF. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy today to introduce a beautiful uh, old client of mine, Antonia Wright, who is now got a fabulous business called Family Focused Nutrition. She's a dietitian, and I'm, I've known her over the years. I know how passionate she is about helping her community. And now she's specializing in fertility and women's nutrition specifically through IVF and pregnancy. So I'll hand you over to Antonia to tell tell you a bit more about herself yeah thanks Adele and yes we have known each other for a long time and I think we both kind of went into the field of fertility probably about the same time a couple of years ago so yeah. it's it's really good so yeah so my I obviously I started out family focused nutrition over a year ago now to help women um, and males who have achieved their goal of having a baby. And within this, I, I like to specialise more on the side of IVF and in particular women who are over the age of 35, just because this is where kind of my journey started. I was, I think I was 36 when my husband and I decided we'd start having children. Yeah, And you go into, you know, you go into it so blind, you're kind of like, oh, let's just, you know, let's just try. We won't really try. <laughs> yes, yes. It'll be fine. And then a few months into it, you realise, okay, well, we're still not pregnant. Maybe we should, you know, really kind of concentrate on when, and, you know, um, when you're ovulating and things like that. And then, you know, we were trying for some time and we did what the recommendations are. We started, you know, we went to get help um, with the fertility specialist around six months and we had all the tests and everything was looking fine, but we're just, you know, classified as you know infertile <laughs> um, but no no reasons for it and it was getting close to the the year and I actually realized and you know what I'm a dietitian but my background is pediatrics and so I had no idea about nutrition and fertility but I started to think about well, what what's going on like what what can I do to help this journey because obviously nothing's working but everything looks fine going to the test so so that's when I started to really look into the fertility nutrition and what I could be doing myself to help. And so there was definitely a lot of research that I did, um, I changed quite a few kind of um, habits that I had. Mm. Uh, my diet wasn't overly bad, but I just included some different foods. Yes. And whether it was that or whether it was timing, but, you know, within a couple of months after that, we then got pregnant. It was hard just going through the process every month and it actually helped having something to focus on that I could do to change yeah, that absolutely and to use the, the knowledge and the the grounding that you had already in in nutrition but obviously tweaking it from the pediatric side to a whole new realm of fertility yeah and it's such a new area like we know about nutrition and cardiovascular disease we know about nutrition and diabetes and but fertility is actually quite a new area we don't know too much about it Yes. We know nutrition and pregnancy, but what about before that? Like, what yes. can we do to actually prepare our body to get pregnant? 
Absolutely. And also, yeah, coming from the, the point of view from preparing for a, a donor egg, there's so many different mm. elements to the fertility journey. So obviously, you know, you could be looking at nutrition to help prepare your own eggs, your own egg health, or in our case, when, you know, women that are considering a donor egg pathway have sadly had to give up on their own eggs. So now they are looking to prepare you know, their uterine lining and do what they can to you know, make themselves as healthy as possible to well prepared for that embryo transfer. So yeah, that's why I thought it'd be really great to bring you on to chat about what we can do to best prepare for embryo transfer. Absolutely. And as you said, you want to make sure that that uterine lining is rich and nutrient dense and it's ready to to be home to your baby, to your egg. So, and this is just one element that we, we look at as well. If you are going for an, um, an egg donor, I mean, there are lots of other things we want to look at. Um, potentially also, it depends on your medical background. But yeah, as you say, we're just focusing maybe on your uterine lining today. So I have four like really good food <laughs> tips um, that well, foods that would really help improve your uterine lining and this is for everyone it doesn't have to be that you you've been diagnosed with a thin lining it's it's for everyone just to build it up boost it up mm. so yeah I have four tips and potentially maybe two supplements that I could also talk about so and I've made these really easy <laughs> these are foods that you can easily add to your diet so the first one I want to talk about is nuts and seeds mm. that I mean again none of this probably is new but nuts and seeds are great not only are they full of unsaturated fat got lots of fiber in them protein lots of nutrients including b vitamins and vitamin e now what's been shown in research is that nuts and seeds are really high in what we call antioxidants so I was tell my clients antioxidants basically uh, are bodyguards they are protecting our cells including uh, kind of our cells and our uterine lining yeah. from damage so nuts and seeds are an easy one to add to any meal so you can throw them into your breakfast cereal you can add them to yogurt you can sprinkle some nuts on your salad in the evening or lunch but there are two in particular that I want to just mention that I, I really focus on one is Brazil nuts okay the Brazil nuts have um, a really high what we call selenium, mm. um, and there's been specific evidence or research looking that that selenium can help with increasing uterine lining. Now, That's unfortunately, here in um, well, I'm from New Zealand, in New Zealand and Australia, <laughs> we are we don't have much selenium in our soil. Mm. It's quite low, so often the food that we have is actually low in selenium. But Brazil nuts have an incredible amount. So you only need one Brazil nut a day to get your full amount of selenium for the day. That's How incredible. easy is that? That's great. And it's fun. And so selenium, so selenium is an antioxidant, is that right? Well, it's a powerful antioxidant. Okay. Extremely powerful. Yeah. Mm. So selenium, and then the other one is, and this is a good one as well, it's almonds. Almonds you can make into anything. You can just eat them as, as they are, but you can also then kind of chop them up and put them in your stir fry or add them to your to your salads so they're also a really good one and the reason why is because they've got a lot of vitamin e in them yes i'm gonna talk about vitamin e a bit later because that's one of the supplements i want to mention mm. um but that's also a really good um nutrient in terms of decreasing inflammation um which you don't want in your uterine lining 
Yeah, absolutely. And just as an aside, with Brazil nuts being a good antioxidant, would would this also help with the fact that, you know, you've potentially got, you know, a build up of of the yeah, the the drugs still from IVF, um, you know, previous IVF transfers and cycles, would that help with the cleansing of that in any way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's look, antioxidants. I mean, they, they, they support you every way. So whether you have maybe, yeah, for example, like a medical condition. So maybe you have PCOS or endometriosis. They can help with that. They can also help with just yeah, just getting rid of toxins in the body. Mm. We're not talking about toxins. I mean, these drugs that you have for IVF are to help us. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, you do need to, you know, work within you know, your natural body as well. But also just environmental factors, mm. you know, pollution that we have, plastics and the, you know, food and um, or containers that we use. You might know about BPAs. That's a type of yes. um, plastic. Yeah. So... All those kinds of things, we need to really try and protect ourselves and our body from being damaged from all these, obviously smoking and alcohol as well. But, yeah. Okay, so, so great. Absolutely. So Brazil nuts would kind of provide that, I don't know, sort of like safety barrier or, or just, just help to cleanse the body as well. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. And almonds. Yeah. I mean, or nuts. I mean, I just want to say, if you're just happy with having all of them, go for it. But if you're not a nut person, almonds and um, Brazil nuts are the ones to do. And seeds, what specific seed? Seeds, yeah, definitely like sunflower seeds. Okay. Um, and mainly because it's probably got more the vitamin E. Sorry, I lost my thought. Vitamin yeah. E that you need. Hazelnut. Oh, sorry, the hazelnut. There's more nuts. Pumpkin seeds. They're probably the main two. Okay, fantastic. They're very easily, you know, you can grab those in the supermarket. They're easily accessible. So that's, so nuts and seeds is your number one. Yep. yep. So it leads me on to number two. And again, this is just something that is just generally healthy, but in particular, so whole grains. Mm, okay. Yes. So whole grain foods, again, they're really good source of fiber, iron, um, but also have lots of nutrients, including magnesium, which are all very important for the body, but also for uterine mining. What I, what I mean whole grains, so obviously I mean like things like brown rice, couscous, quinoa, oats, wheat, corn even. And the reason why I've chosen these is because they're high in often iron and protein. And these are really good for just getting, uh, building up basically healthy cells in the body, but also for your blood. Yes. Now, we want our uterine lining to be rich in blood. <laughs> we'll have, have our blood nice and rich either way. So, yeah, whole grains are really good for just building up our blood and making sure it's like really nice and nutrient dense. Yeah, wonderful. A lovely, juicy, thick uterine lining is what we're after, that plumpness. Exactly. Hmm. So that's, again, you know, whole grains is one that has got multiple kind of factorial reasons why it's good for us, but it's in particular, yep, uterine lining. Yeah, okay, excellent. So number three, again, this is what I love and I probably talk about it in all my, with all my clients, um, no matter what type of you know, fertility journey they're going down, is oily fish. Oily fish, okay. So your omega-3s. Now, we know as well that this is, I mean, omega-3 oily fish has been around for a long time. It's really good for our blood, our blood system, so in terms of the cardiovascular disease and diabetes. But 
again, all it's down to making sure that we have that really good blood support in our uterine lining to make it thick and healthy. What some top the oily fish are salmon, herring, mackerel, sardines. Now, a couple of things to point out when we talk about oily fish, obviously mm-hmm. some of these fish can be kind of considered, you know, sort of high mercury mm-hmm. or moderate mercury. Yeah. So we do have to be a bit more careful about that. But having these at least twice a week is, is absolutely probably recommended. It's not going to be at all high mercury. And as I said, it's really good for the blood and just repair as well. So repairing that uterine lining. Because you've got to remember too that, you know, your uterine lining is actually, it's working pretty hard. It's growing within one, well, pretty much within a month to grow and build nice and thick. And then it will shed um, when we have our period. So we've got to give it lots of time to repair and replenish. Mm. Something else in regards to oily fish is some people don't like eating fish. <laughs> so, which is fair enough. Or you might be a vegetarian or vegan, so it's not in your diet. So we do look at supplements, and it's absolutely very easy to have a fish supplement. If you are a vegan and or even vegetarian, you don't, don't want a fish supplement, you can get an algae-based supplement. So that's basically seaweed. So that's something that you can take as well. So don't feel pressured to have fish or even if you like fish and you don't have it that often, you can have a supplement. So the algae will still give you the omega freeze. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep, amazing. Okay. And what's, so, what's number four? I'm yeah, drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> number four. So this is my favourite food, so I had to put this in here. It's avocado. Oh, yes. Um, yep, and again, I mean, I could go on the list of what avocado contains. It's got white. C, it's got your vitamin E, it's got vitamin K, it's omega 3s in there. So, we've already talked about some of those. So, you, now you know why I've, I mentioned it again. What's also got in it is folate, which is really important, obviously, for preventing your tube defects, but also folate does decrease the risk of miscarriage, which can be something I talk to my um, women who are over the age of 35, because obviously their chance of miscarriage increases. So, yeah, avocado is a great one. Now, I like it more, again, links all back to that mega-3. Again, making sure that blood support is really good, lots of repair going on. Avocado, I mean, I love it. I love <laughs> Some it. people don't, but it's something that you can add to pretty much every meal if yeah. you need to. So it's hopefully an easy one to implement. And do you know what I love about avocados is that they actually look like a womb, you know, that they're, they're like oh, yeah, they womb shape. And even if you, you know, you take the nut out, it's almost like it's that that lining shape, you know, it's, it's so it's an easy one to remember. And uh, look, personally, I ate so much avocado during my pregnancy and the lead up. I just, I don't know, my body just wanted avocados. <laughs> I did too, actually. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, it's my favorite. I could eat every day, but yeah, definitely. Mm. It ended up being one of my craving foods as well for one of my childs funny enough that child doesn't like avocado now so maybe maybe i overdid it that's funny yeah no my my, my son loves avocado so i was like yep i used to eat it all the time with you (laughs) (laughs) that's so interesting i love that thank you so much for sharing your four tips there so we've got so to improve uterine lining or help prepare your body the best as possible when you are uh, when you've got a donor egg transfer coming up Nuts and seeds, Brazil nuts, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds will give you a good dose of selenium, antioxidants and vitamin E. And then whole grain foods like brown rice, uh, couscous you mentioned. Quinoa. 
quinoa, and that's going to give you your iron and protein, and then oily fish for your omega threes and avocado for folate. Yeah, omega three as well. Amazing, amazing. I love that. So what what you might be wondering is like how how soon should you be eating these foods? Hmm. I mean, and I definitely have clients that come to me and they're like, oh, we're going for IVF in two weeks. You know, what can we do? And, you know, and I say to them, honestly, there's not enough time. It's not enough time to start changing your diet and adding these foods in to actually make any benefit. So ideally we want two, three, uh, sorry, yeah, two to three months of adding these foods in so your body can absorb them and utilize them. Obviously, you know, if you, if you are going for IVF in two weeks, uh, you can do it two, three months prior. That's an excellent point. That's a really good point. And that sort of makes me think of, you know, when you, when you're on the donor egg pathway, it's quite Mm. fast. Like basically as soon as you, you know, line up with a clinic and select your donor, it can be sort of three month wait until you have your transfer. It can be as fast as that. So that's a really good tip to you know let people know that as soon as they've you know they're they're thinking about a donor egg pathway, they're talking to their their clinic, start with the diet, start with the prep. And when I say diet, nutrition, start with being conscious about your nutrition to think about preparing your body best for embryo transfer. Yes, you're using an egg that is generally from a person that's younger, you know, screened, lots of pre-screening done. However, you still have a a part to play, a massive part to play in ensuring that that environment is, is, you know, the best it can be to accept and nurture that beautiful embryo. Yeah, and carry through your pregnancy as well. I mean, this is all building up to you know, supporting that baby, that whole pregnancy. And I'll be honest with you, Adele, I would like, <laughs> if I ruled the world, I would like all couples or singles to, even when they're just starting to think of having a baby, to see a fertility dietitian and, and get all their diet kind of reviewed then and increased because it could potentially save you thousands down the, tr- down the road. So by by looking at your diet now, you might, to not have to go down the road later on in regards to potentially IVF or something like that. I'm not saying egg donor, but we, yeah, we do know that diet plays a really important part. So don't wait, wait till the last minute, kind of book and, and see someone as soon as you can and get started. Yeah. 100%. No, I, I, I totally agree with, with that. Yeah, you know, the, the sooner you do it, the better to give your body that chance, you know, if you're just starting out a fertility journey to, you know, create the best egg quality that you can and for your partner, sperm quality, you know, it's all, it's, it's takes two, you know, two healthy parts to make that baby and, and to carry through to yeah, a really healthy pregnancy. So if people would like to work with you, uh, find you, can you tell me a little bit about what the process is working with you, how that, how that would look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I, if they want to look for me, um, you're more than welcome to follow me on my, I've got Instagram. So that's um, family.focus.nutrition, or you can look at my website, which is www.familyfocusnutrition.com. So on both sites, you've got the yeah, links that you can then go and book an appointment with me. So the first appointment is usually, to be honest, it's intense. <laughs> I always tell, it's a good 60 to 75 minutes. I ask you a lot of questions because I really need to know 
everything. So I like to know your fertility journey, your medical conditions, what supplements you're taking, what medication you're taking, just to, you're, obviously we go through your diet, just to find out what we can do to improve or add in to your nutrition to help you conceive in the near future. So the first appointment is quite intense. And then usually we have kind of follow up a few follow up appointments, depending on what you've come to see me about, just to sort of run through things, kind of make sure that you have an understanding, we review goals and things like that. So yeah, feel free. I also do offer like, it's called a free, um, let's chat. So it's just a free like 15 minute appointment. If you just want to book in with me and have a chat to me about whether I can help you or um, and you can get a sense of who I am and if you want to work with me. So you're more than welcome to do that. That's by my website as well. Or give me a call and we can just have a chat and see how we can work together. All my appointments are online. So they're all yeah. virtual. So yeah. you can sit in a comfy chair at home and <laughs> have it. Uh, so I take around, I'm based in Sydney, but all around Australia and international as well. And yeah, that's That sounds great. It. That sounds amazing. So so if I'm considering, if I'm just on a, a you know fertility journey in general and considering getting some nutritional advice or I am at the, a pathway where I, I know that I've got to have a transfer through the donor egg, I would contact you. We would go through everything, all of my medical conditions, et cetera, and I'd get a, a tailored meal plan suiting my likes and my needs. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we go through, we, we basically um, look at what your goals. So we, ch- we look at your diet and see where we can make any changes. You might have from me, um, this is different for everyone. Uh, you might have, so a meal plan might be ideal for you. Usually I might prescribe some supplements to take or change some. Um, I always do a report to your, your, your GP or fertility specialist as well, just to really like to have integrative care. Sometimes I do request bloods to be done, so blood tests to check all your nutritional bloods. So, yeah, you get – I also have, like, lots of recipes and handouts and (laughs) fact sheets. Uh, So, yeah, I bombard you with lots and lots of information to And then if I've got questions like, you know, are we sort of working together in in a package-type environment where we, we, you know, do you – is it just a, a consult by consult or could I pay for a package and we're working together for a few months? Is there anything like that? Yeah, good, great question, actually. There is. So I do have a sort of a fertility program that I have done. So basically that's more a discussion, um, a one-to-one discussion with the client to see whether they kind of fit into that because some clients don't. They just need like a, a just a really brief chat with me but otherwise I do have a package so we go through every couple of weeks of working at improving your diet and we, we focus on different things so it might be that this week we'll focus on your uterine lining neck after it might be it, it really depends so if you've got a medical background you've got PCOS it might be focusing on trying to look at your weight management or your insulin so it's a real package over um, three months so yeah but and that's something that I discuss with all my clients whether they meet kind of that criteria to go yeah. forth in that package or otherwise we just have a simple review process yeah well that's really interesting because like for example something else that crops up on the donor egg pathway is I know some clinics have like a refund program an insurance type program so they'll guarantee you a live birth and if if that doesn't happen uh, you get a refund but there are conditions in that and the conditions would be that your BMI is at 
a certain level and so then I, I've got clients that are like oh you know I've really got to work on my my weight loss um, to, to meet that BMI so that I'm you know within the param- parameters of the insurance conditions so you know that's and it's so interesting I think you know gaining weight through a long fertility journey is such a yeah a thing that can happen so easily because Number one, you're under so much emotional stress with the highs and the lows. Number two, you're taking, you know, IVF meds, which can make you feel bloated, can affect, you know, not only your mood, but just your whole physicality. You know, having somebody to really help you with uh, your meal plans, I think would be so helpful. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like I have lots of clients who are trying to get down to that magical number. (laughs) <laughs> that magical BMI number yeah and it's 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 hard but you know because it's another thing to add on to all that stress yeah um, yeah but we we do it and I work and with you know people like yourselves for support but there's also you know there's women's health physios that we work with I've got some good links into acupuncturists and Chinese medicine so we work as a integrative team I mean I don't work exactly with them but I know good people to refer and also just yeah in terms of stress we also look at that as well yeah no that that's great okay so that sounds really good I'm so many so much gold here some real gold nuggets of all, all of that information so thank you so much Antonio I really appreciate you coming on to share all of that and so every all of the links to find Antonia will be in the show notes and if you want to check her out straight away she's got a beautiful instagram page which is family.focus.nutrition and i'm sure we'll have antonia on again at some point to chat about something else if you've got any any questions listeners about nutrition yeah just send them in and as i say i will line up your questions and we'll get antonia back to talk about any other areas that yeah you want to find out about so thank you so much thank you so much for having me it's been great dear listeners if you enjoyed this episode you might want to join my free facebook group called donor egg ivf emotion support it's for attended parents considering a donor egg pathway there are beautiful people there from all over the world and i'd love to see you there too If you're interested in connecting or finding out more about the online courses that I offer, all the links are in my show notes. Sending love and bye for now.